1: Packy bowled collegiately at Wichita State University. He finished fifth in the PBA Oklahoma Open. Packy, it's Timberg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, well, let's begin. So you, you bowled collegiately at Wichita State, but reading through and, and doing some research for the interview, we found out that you started bowling when you were only a freshman in high school, so what led you to take up bowling and then excel all the way to you know to where you were bowling for Wichita State?
2: Uh yeah, I started when I was a freshman in high school. Um I just kind of needed like an after school activity to go out and I was always into sports. I used to play basketball and I was just a little too short when I started when I started high school. I just grew up grew eventually throughout the years, but um yeah, I just needed an after school activity and it was only twice a week. Practice on Mondays, tournament or league on Tuesdays essentially. Um, So that's kind of just how I started to get into it. My sister suggested I go out for the bowling team since only twice a week. Um, But, yeah, that's, that's kind of how it all began. And then just practicing from there and kind of just taking a like to it, you know, realizing it's something that I can get good at with enough practice. So it was just a slow process, a little late start.
0: Now, did you always, when you started bowling, did you bowl two-handed growing up? And uh, was it something, as far as finding some kind of coaching or assistance or somebody to help you um, with that technique, was that difficult?
2: So, I actually threw a one-handed backup ball to start off Whoa, first. Like really? Yeah, the first, yeah, just, I mean, it was, how do I keep the ball on the lane? You know, but, I mean, I averaged a 110, 120 when I, when I was a freshman, so it wasn't, like I was an amazing bowler. I was just there for the fun, hang out with my friends, eat some food, do whatever. But, um, yeah, no, the captain of our bowling team actually bowled two-handed, so he helped me out. And then as I got a little better and started showing up and practicing a little more, um, Chris Forey up at Buddy's Pro Shop in Fairfields, Connecticut, kind of coached me along throughout the years and still does to this day, helps me out, you know, shooting in a text when I'm on the tour. In the middle of a block, he helps me out, stuff like that. But, yeah, over the years, it, it became, you know, get a little more serious, get a little better coach, so Chris was a guy to help me out, really, throughout that process.
1: And so fast forward to your senior year in high school, when you shoot a 299, you know, 299, you, know you, you help the team with their second state championship in a row. You end up walking on at Wichita State. Talk about that experience and what that was like for you to walk on and then, you know, be bowling, you know, with all these guys that had probably been bowling their whole life, and you just picked up the craft, you know, five years ago in essence.
2: Yeah, so when I I decided to go to college, I mean, I was, I wanted to go and I wanted to go bowl, and this was just over the years, you know, of starting to bowl more and bowl tournaments and stuff like that. My first tournament, I think, was the summer in between my junior and senior year of um, high school, so it wasn't like I had, I was fresh on the tournament scene even, including all the, you know, just starting up bowling. But, yeah, the process of just choosing Wichita State, I just knew I wanted to get better, and I thought that that was the best place to go do it. I knew I wasn't as good as those guys, and it would take time, and maybe I never would be. I I, I understood that. And uh, just I I'd, I'd heard I I'd went and visited, and they told me, you know, even if you don't make the team, we give you a coach – which would be somebody who has made the team before, who is a high level bowler. So I was like, that's enough for me to go. All I want to do is go get better at bowling. I love it. It's something that I, you know, didn't even know I would want to join the tour or stuff like that. So I, um, I just went there because they offered the best opportunity, the best facility. It was on campus. I didn't need a car to go drive to a bowling alley. I could just walk across the street and there it is. And, um, yeah, so that, that's that's kind of how I chose Wichita, and then walking on the team, I uh, I just walked on knowing that you know if I if I make the developmental team, which is the lower level team, that'd be awesome. And I had no expectations of even doing that. You know, I I think I averaged 170 in tryouts, and they picked me onto the team, which was awesome because I was even those guys were far better bowlers than I had even you know, really bowled against back on the East Coast Bowl in the JBTs. You know, maybe there's one or two guys, but that was the bit, the best collective group. And then from there, it was just practicing hours a day, trying to make that team the next year. And luckily, I was, I was ready enough to make that next team the following year. Um, but that's, that's kind of just the process of how I picked Wichita, and then
0: again, how I made that developmental team my first year. And then having making the team, and then winning the national championship. What did that feel like to you? Uh,
2: that was awesome. And I, I was always big on the whole, you know, being a team guy, whatever the team needs me to do. And you know, I, I didn't bowl a lot that year. I might have bowled, you know, three tournaments, maybe four tournaments at at most. But I was, you know, I was with those guys practicing every day. And uh, I, I'd rather sit in the stands and watch my watch my teammates win a national title than be the guy. Throwing shots and losing, so I mean it was it was one of the coolest experiences in my life, and I, you know, I would, would I'd love to go and be on TV and throwing those shots, yeah, but I'd, I'd rather those guys do it and win us a title. Um, but yeah, it was it was really cool just being around, you know, all world talent with, like you know a guy like Francois, AJ Chapman, Mitch Hooper, Matt McNeil, you know these guys that have all these accomplishments that I haven't even thought about getting to practice with those guys, learn with those guys, and just have them teach me things that I didn't even know existed. Uh, stuff like that just really, you know, help, helped me progress. And, you know, along with the two coaches at Wichita, Gordon Badigan and Mark Lewis, those guys just a ridiculous amount of time, amount along with just all of these bowlers that knew way more than me, helped me grow so much faster than I would have anywhere else, really.
1: So how did your time at Wichita then help prepare you for the PBA tour? It was it was really like the, you know, you just try and surround yourself with people who are
2: much better than you, people who you want to be like. And Wichita just gave me that opportunity. Everybody, I always thought everybody on the team was better than me. So if I had a question, I'm going to ask them, you know, how do I rotate the ball? How do I get up the back? How do I throw it slower? How do I throw it harder? you know, all of those questions and I I never really had too much aspirations of joining the tour until, you know, my senior year of college when I realized, you know, you know, I can I can make a little money on the amateur tour or, you know, going around bowling the big amateur events, so why not why not try it on the next level? Um, but yeah, just all all of the knowledge that those guys had, including the coaches, you know, they AJ Chapman's been on T V for the PBA tour now a couple of times. Frankie's won the U.S. Open twice and still lives in Wichita. And, you know, I still practice with guys like like Frankie, guys like Mitch. So for me, it was just the time around those bowlers that had all of the knowledge that I didn't have along with I practiced about three hours a day, six days a week, seven days a week. And when I wasn't practicing, I was bowling a tournament. So it was just all of the time that I put in really helped me along with the coaches and those guys um the players too but it was for me it was all about i started late so i needed to make it up with a lot of practice and just constantly asking questions
0: and it looks like i mean as far as the start of the tour this year i mean you had your first couple tournaments you finished was it seventh and fifth
2: yeah seventh and fifth which was more than i had expected you know i I set some goals for myself coming into the year where I didn't even think about making a TV show. I just said, you know, this is the year I want to maybe once this year, I would like to make a run at a TV show where, you know, there's four or five games left and I have a chance where if I bowl a good four or five games, I can get on. And Mm -hmm. I gave myself the opportunity, both the first two tournaments to bowl a good, you know, a good set the last block of match play and put myself in the running and Luckily, both both times I did bowl well. Even when I finished seventh, I bowled a great last three or four games to try and get on. And it just, in Arlington, the scores were just too high to make up those pins. And in Oklahoma, I was lucky enough. I just had to, got a couple lucky breaks and made my way back onto the show, which was something that I never expected in my second year on tour.
1: And I guess then, uh, Stephen, I'd love your opinion on this too, but Packy, did you hear throughout your bowling as you picked it up at, at such a late age, you don't have a lot of the bad habits that someone who maybe did start when they were younger and, and you, you were starting and you started with some great coaches that sounded like right off the bat. But I'm, I'm wondering if that played a part, obviously, with the hard work that you were starting from scratch and you didn't have a lot of those, those bad habits of muscle memory that some people that maybe have picked up the sport longer do have.
2: Yeah, I definitely I definitely think that could have played a factor where, you know, I might not have had the bad habits cuz I I just I started bowling essentially with, you know, I I started two-handed bowling essentially with a coach immediately. And I think that's huge. And the kids nowadays, I think are are way better than the guys when I was kid when I was a kid, um just because a lot of those kids have coaches right away. And the coaches are a little more knowledgeable and they start off with less bad habits, kind of like I did where the coach right away eliminates those bad habits. And I, I Mm -hmm. I still had some bad habits and stuff like that,
0: that, you know, I, those coaches helped me eliminate. Well, the one thing I can tell you too, I mean, as far as Chris Forey goes, I mean, you've got a guy with a ton of experience and so much knowledge, um, not just, you know, on the coaching and the physical game stuff, but um, he's really, really sharp when it comes to, Uh, understanding layouts and strategies and lane play and that stuff. So that's uh, just a super, super valuable asset, in my opinion.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Chris Chris is one of those guys where, you know, we have ball reps on tour behind us, but, you know, sometimes they're not behind us and they're nowhere. You know, they're out checking out somebody else who's got an issue or whatever. But, you know, he's somebody I talk to still in between blocks. You know, I'll give him a phone call and say, hey, you know, it didn't go how I wanted it to go. And he tells me, Yeah. Have you tried this ball with this layout or have you tried playing the lanes like this? And I, he's just one of those guys that if I call him, he's picking up regardless of where he is. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys that just cares, cares a ton about, you know, the people who he surrounds himself with. And, you know, he's, he's like a, he's like family, you know, he just, he, he cares about how I'm doing and how I'm feeling outside the lanes, on the lanes, whatever, uh, which is awesome also to have in your corner.
1: Packy, you'd like to hit on your mental game a little bit. How do you feel that is, and how how are you handling things? Having you know, having the success like Steve mentioned out on the tour, the first couple of weeks, and then having a couple of rough weeks here. How are you handling? Uh, how is your mental game, and and where? What did you? What are some of the ways and uh where do you turn to when it comes to uh, keeping your mental game where and mental, you know, stability where it needs to be?
2: Um for me, I I've just always I've just always like regardless of the sport, I've always played sports and I kind I think that that helps on the lens where you know, there you're going to have games like if I'm playing basketball, you're going to have games where you go oh for 10. You know, like a week out here where you're going to have games where you just know things aren't really going your way this week and can't seem to find the matchup. You're looking around and you can't really do the things that other people are doing or you're trying and it's not working. And, um, you just learn from it. Um, I'm not really a big time quitter when it comes to, okay, you know, this block just isn't my block. Okay. I'm a, search until the last ball of the tournament you're searching for the next pattern that's like this how can I you know this week clearly wasn't my week how can I come closer to the cut how can I get more points how can I get a little better just for the next time where I'm always looking for you know that that next that next week that might be my week Maybe I see a similar pattern. Maybe I see a similar tendency, whatever. But I, I'm, I'm just big on this might not be my week, but this also probably isn't the last time I'm going to see this pattern. So I better learn something now instead of learn something when I see it next time. Mm. And I, th- I think not a lot of guys have that. Um, I, it's, it's, I'm, honestly, it's tough, it's tough being a lefty because some weeks aren't going to be your week and some weeks, you're going to have the world it, it it's not a pba thing it's just a it's a bowling thing
0: yeah that is i agree with you there that's uh it is a bowling thing and it's a, one of those one of those um kind of aspects to the sport where you know sometimes uh you know even being on the left side that maybe you do you know if you do happen to bowl fantastic maybe sometimes people even say well you know it was the left it was easy it's I've I've heard that over the years, and I've kind of heard even you know some of the same thing with uh, the two-handers, whether you're on the left side or the right side. Well, with that rev rate, you can throw it anywhere, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, people people find a way to complain, but you know it is what it is. You can't you can't control the things you can't control. You got to do. You got to just kind of stay in your own game and learn a little every time you go out there, win or lose.
1: So the last couple of weeks out there on tour has has been a little bit tough for the uh, folks on the left side of the lane. There is there anything anything you you can say to that as to as to what's going on that maybe that you guys aren't aren't carrying quite as well as the folks on the right side.
2: Um, not really. Um, I wasn't there for the TOC, so I don't really know. I saw the standings, but again, it's just one of those things. Sometimes in Oklahoma, there was three of us on the show and sometimes there are, you know, sometimes it's going to be hard. And I think this week for me, you know, I honestly just wasn't, I I just need to be better. That's kind of how I view it. I need to make one or two more good shots a game and one or two more better reads. And that might get me an extra 10 pins a game, might get me an extra 20 pins a game. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I can't, I mean, I can't really say much. It's just kind of one of those things. Sometimes it's your week and sometimes it's not.
0: And what kind of uh, tips and advice do you have for uh, maybe some of the players who, uh, you know, a lot of younger players trying to not only find, uh, you know, like the right school to bowl at or, you know, the right university to go to, um, but for even some of the younger players, especially when the lane conditions uh, do get demanding uh, where it's so easy uh, to just get, you know, frustrated or, you know, kind of throw your hands up in the air, like, well, I don't have a shot, I don't have a chance, or, you know, the really demanding conditions when they just get to you, what, what kind of advice do you have for them?
2: Um, kind of, kind of just back to what I said earlier, uh, there's always something you can learn. And I said this on, an, on another podcast, the, the terms where you're at the very bottom, like the very bottom of the standings and you know that you're just not, you have no chance. I think those are the tournaments where you can say, all right, let me try something that I wouldn't normally try because you have nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can try anything you want at that point, and it's on a tournament pattern. So you're, you're going to see it again, or you're going to see something similar. Never, it's just almost one of those never give up things, where if you give up, you learn nothing, and then you're going to be in that situation again, and it's just going to be a repetitive cycle, whereas if you try and always learn and keep an open mind, you might find something that you wouldn't have so that the next time that situation comes along, you're better for the next time. You might find that extra 10 pins that gets you into the cut.
1: All right. Well, Paki Hannerhan, Wichita State alum, out there now bowling on the PBA tour. I want to thank you for being here on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast. All the best of luck with, uh, with your season there on tour, and we will be catching up with you again down the road. All right. Thank you for having me on, guys. Appreciate it.